Heather, can you hear me okay? Can you hear me okay? Can you hear me okay? Yes. Cool. Can you hear me? What? Welcome back to another Did I Miss Anything? My name is Lewis. Yep. And Sniffles over here is Heather. Hi. We're here with another episode. Sure. Going back to movies, last week we did Flight Attendant. Yeah, that was a show. That was a show. TV show. Um, Television program. This week, we were racking our brains trying to figure out a movie that both of us have not seen. Mm Mm-hmm. And we came across a Mel Brooks classic that neither of us have seen. Which was? Blazing Saddles. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Um... So we ended up watching Blazing Saddles. We we did. And, I mean, if you've seen any Mel Brooks movie, it's kind of along the same lines with, with his shtick. Yeah. Um, Blazing Saddles, as the name would imply, takes place during the Old West, I guess you'd say. It's like the 1800s takes place. I think they say like 1840-something. I think it was 1870-something. Oh, that's what I said. But whatever. So it takes place in the Old West um, in the U.S., the American frontier. The whole premise of the movie is they're uh, constructing a railroad, and they realize that the route that they're currently constructing the railroad on has an area that's just quicksand, so they can't build the railroad tracks through that area, so they have to reroute through another area, but the area they want to reroute through goes um, goes in the, it goes through the middle of this city called Rock Ridge, so I guess the attorney general at the time, or the attorney general in the film, uh, Mr. Headley Lamar, realizes that that'll make Rock Ridge worth a butt ton of money because it's going to have a railroad going through it. The only problem is people live in Rock Ridge, so, which I never understood because I don't know why you would need the people to leave. You could just build the train tracks through it. That's how like trains work now anyway. But in any case, he realizes that people have to move in order to, um, I don't know, I guess, reap the entire worth that this land would be once the railroad tracks are built through it. So he decides that he's going to get his main, I don't, he's not a sheriff, right? That guy, Taggart? Which one was Taggart? Taggart is like the guy that he sends to the town to like scare everybody off. Oh, no, he's just like a worker. I guess. He just works for him. Yeah. I don't know what he does. I guess he's just like his main officer or whatever. So he sends him over there with like a bunch of his um a bunch of his cronies to like scare the people in Rockridge, and they kind of like you know they go in there guns a blazing literally firing them off like beating up people trying to scare them to leave the town the townspeople do get scared so the they go to is it the governor yeah, yeah. it's the, it's the governor of the state and they demand that the governor appoints a sheriff to protect them and a then, new sheriff because like, they sheriff. killed the old sheriff they did yeah so the governor's name is William Lepetamane, and Headley ends up getting to uh, Petamane first, and he kind of persuades him to hire um, a black sheriff who, at the time, was actually one of the slaves building the um, building the railroad. He wasn't a slave. I thought they were slaves. No, I don't think they were slaves. It's after it's eighteen seventy four. I think they were free. Oh, right. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, so, they were just. They were just. I mean, I'm just not saying he was. I'm not he saying was he was treated railroad? well because he was black, but I'm just saying he, I don't think he was a slave. Though. He was just a worker for them. I thought in the movie they said they were slaves. All right. Whatever. I don't think so. So the whole point that they want to use a black railroad worker is because I guess given the time period that the movie is set in, they they figure that having a 
black railroad worker come in as sheriff would scare off the townspeople and that would be it they wouldn't have to go through all the trouble of like scaring the townspeople off themselves and the governor's played by mel brooks by the way yeah the governor's mel brooks so that's that's the whole premise of the movie oh the railroad worker by the way him he's also he's supposed to be executed um why was he supposed to be executed? Because he hit the one guy on the head. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he hit he hit Taggart with a shovel. That's yeah. right. Because they at one point in the movie, they send two of the railroad workers to go look to confirm that the quicksand is actually on the route that they're building the tracks. And they get there. They find the quicksand. They actually fall into the quicksand. And then uh, Taggart arrives and like the railroad workers come out of the quicksand and the one hits Taggart with a shovel. So he's set to be executed. And then uh, Lamar decides, oh, we'll just make him the sheriff. So Bart rolls into town. Bart's the name of the uh, railroad worker that they appoint as the sheriff. Uh, He rolls into town. Uh, The town is very excited to meet their new sheriff because they're like, oh, we're going to have protection. It's going to be all good. But they were expecting someone who was white. So Bart shows up and hilarity ensues. Mm, Oh, it's hilarity. Well. It's supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be. The N-word is thrown around a lot. A lot. I was going to say. I mean, granted, it takes place in 1874, so... I mean, I'm sure it was thrown around a lot, but... Probably. I don't know if this movie would hold, hold up or be able to be made oh, now. Oh, no, this movie would not do well today. Everybody would just... No, it would not do well. Yeah. So he arrives... Uh, Bart arrives in town. Uh, the townspeople are excited at first, then they realize that he's a black sheriff instead of a white one. So they quickly go from being very excited to being not so excited and a little resistant. So at one point... They're having an argument, and I think they want to get rid of Bart. Um, Bart does, he holds himself hostage. He takes his own gun and puts it to his head and takes himself hostage. I don't know why this worked, but the town was like, oh, man, he's serious. Like, we should do what he says. And so Bart just, like, sneaks off, and he ends up going to the town uh, jail, I guess, where the sheriff would work. He ends up meeting this guy named Jim, played by Gene Wilder. Um, who's this gunslinger that used to be known as the Waco Kid. He apparently has, like, the fastest hands in the West. And Jim is super nice to Bart. They get along really well. I think, essentially, Jim becomes, like, Bart's deputy because they're always, like... Pretty much. They, they just show him together for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. And um, and the movie continues on from there. The governor and... Um, or, not the governor. Um, Ledley, the attorney general. Headley? Headley. Headley. The attorney... Hedy? Hedley. <laughs> the attorney. That's one of the jokes. Everyone yeah. keeps calling him Hedy, which yeah. I don't I don't really get the joke. Uh, me neither. I and guess then, it's just they're messing up his name. And then he always corrects him and he's like, It's Hedley. Yeah. Um puts a lot of emphasis on it. Yeah. And so uh the movie goes on from there. Uh he, uh Hedley continues to um even though they have the black sheriff in the town, it's it's not working. The, the people kind of start to befriend him and stuff. Um, so they send like, they keep sending thugs there. One of them is named, uh, Mongo, who's just this like big, strong, um, idiot. Yeah. And, um, Mongo goes into town. He rides in on a bull, not a horse, like a straight bull, uh, goes up to Bart. Bart actually, um, they end up like tying him up in the jail. And then, doesn't he, he feeds him because he tricks him into eating these chocolates. And I guess I'm assuming yeah, the chocolates it, had some sort of sedative yeah, he in them. Comes in, yeah, so at one point, Bart comes in dressed as like a mailman and he has a candy gram. It's apparently like the first candy gram. He invented the candy gram essentially in the movie. And then Mongo takes a bite 
and I don't know what happens. I think he just passes out. I'm right? assuming that yeah. there are some sedatives in there. So then, yeah. yeah. So then, like the next shot is just him like tied up in the jail, which I didn't understand either because they're in a jail. I don't know why they didn't lock him up in jail. They just tied him up to like the bars of the jail cell. Maybe it was supposed to be funny. I guess. And then they get that a was letter. The joke, I guess. I, I don't guess. know. They get they get a letter from the governor, essentially pardoning him and making them release mongo so they untie mongo well not really he kind of just busts out of the, they wake yeah. him they wake, they him wake up, him up and, he up just and he just busts like busts out of the chains yeah and mongo instead of hurting jim or bart becomes loyal to them and he tells them that like yeah you were the only guys that ever actually talked to me and you like never whipped me and you were never um you were never mean to me yeah, because they because um, the people who because i think he was working on the railroad right he, and they kept no, him like no, tied up on the working, chains no he was he he was in a he worked with taggart he wasn't like a railroad worker. He was uh, like one of his cronies, but yeah, they kept him like tied up. Yeah, but so. they always kept him tied up because yeah. he's like super strong and kind of an idiot. Yeah. So, so yeah, so he ends up befriending Bart and Jim and actually helps them. So at one point, because the plan isn't going out the way they had hoped, Headley ends up sending Tagger and his thugs to Rock Ridge anyway, and they end up fighting them off. They actually break the fourth wall several times in the f- climactic battle where they actually um, they start panning out of this town of Rock Ridge. So they set up at first they set up a fake town in order to confuse Tagger and his thugs because the townspeople think, oh, we'll just set up this fake town. They'll go to this fake town, destroy the fake town. They won't know about the they'll forget about the real they won't realize it's not the real town. We'll still live in the real town. Everything will be fine. So they go into the fake town. Um, one of the guys is like about to bust down a door and he, it just knocks over the entire set. And so they realize it's a fake town and then the camera starts panning out and then you see like the lot that they're actually filming on so that you see like the Warner brothers lot in like Burbank. And then the, the fight continues. You see them like leaving the lot and they're like going down the street and stuff. It's like a whole thing. And then it ends up, um, with Bart and Jim going to the premiere of the Blazing Saddles movie at the Chinese theater, mm-hmm. right yeah, in LA, yeah. Theater, yeah. Um, they they go to the Chinese theater in LA where they're watching Blazing Saddles. So they sit down. They show Bart on screen arriving at the movie theater on horseback, and then uh, Headley comes in, uh, and he's trying to leave. Bart blocks his escape, shoots him in the groin, and then uh, Bart and Jim right in the dick, right in the dick, and then Bart and Jim just like watch the they watch the rest of the movie on screen and then uh they cut to bart back in rockridge with all the townspeople and he's announcing that he's leaving because his work there is done the town is safe and so he just him and jim just like ride off into the sunset to a limo (laughs) um because again they're filming a movie um so they they just ride off to a limo and then the limo just takes off and and that's it that's how the movie ends um I, so, I didn't miss anything with this movie. I agree. I don't think it was that funny. Um, it wasn't that funny. Not was one fine. of Mel, not one of Mel Brooks' finest. I'm I more personally prefer uh, History of the World. Yeah. Um, and also Spaceballs. Yeah, those are better. Um, I ended up watching Spaceballs after this. What, what year did this movie come out? Uh, 1974. Hmm. Um, I don't oh, know. Oh, 100 years. Okay, so 1870. Yeah. So I didn't. I don't get it. So this is one of those Mel Brooks movies that is always talked about. Um, and after seeing it, I don't know why it's not, I don't think it won't, I, now I haven't seen all of Mel Brooks, all of Mel Brooks's movies, but again, History of the World and Spaceballs I thought were way better. Yeah, I agree. And, 
I read too that Richard Pryor wrote the screenplay for it. Like he was one of the writers of the screenplay for this. So you would think maybe that's why there's so many so much N word. Maybe, but um, it wasn't. Uh, but again, this movie did. I mean, at the time when it came out, Roger Ebert gave it four out of four stars. Really? Which is insane. Um, it was a simpler time, I guess. But. I guess I just I don't know. Even on Rotten Tomatoes, Rotten Tomatoes right now, it has an eighty-eight percent approval rating. Yeah. Which I think is fairly high. Maybe we just don't get it. Maybe it's just, I guess. Maybe I don't we're know. ignorant, ignorant swine, I don't, uncultured I, swine. Apparently, I don't know. it was again. It was fine. Like I laughed at some of the jokes. Like I mean, I didn't think it was that great. I don't think I'm trying to see. I don't think. So the film did get three nominations in 1974. Best Supporting Actress, Madeline Kahn. Oh, yeah, Madeline Kahn, yeah. Who's she that? was the one who played the oh, Von, von, von Strupp. Strupp. Which yeah. I kind of thought, that was kind of funny. Her name is Von Strupp. Von Strupp. Um, yeah. It like, also... it's like Yiddish for, like, you know, sex. Like, um, giving it to oh, her. Oh, all right. That's what she, um, like, you stup her? Yeah, she like, ended up... Gave it to her. She ended up not winning. She lost to Ingrid Berman, Bergman for the murder on the Orient Express. She's funny. I do like Madeline Kahn. I think she's really funny. She's in a bunch of... She's usually in, like, all the Mel, Mel Brooks, Brooks movies. movies. Yeah. Um, it also got nominated for Best Film Editing. It lost to The Towering Inferno. And it also got nominated for Best Music. Um, but it lost. Oh, yeah. The music was kind of funny, too, because it was all original. Inferno. It was all original music, and, like, yeah. the lyrics were kind of funny. They kind of oh. sing what's happening in the Yeah. Um, it did win the Writers Guild of America Award for Best Comedy written directly for the screen for writers Mel Brooks, Norman Steinberg, Andrew Bergman, Richard Pryor, and Alan Ugger. Uger? U-G-E-R? Uger? I don't know. But yeah, that was basically yeah. it. it. It's also on, it's number six on like AFI's 100 years yeah. of 100 laughs, I guess, whatever that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, oh, it's in the Library of Congress. Oh, and also if you're curious, I just found out this is apparently supposed to be like, they're going to make it an animated film called Blazing Samurai. So. Oh, like they are doing it? Look out for they're it. supposed to it, do it? It says an upcoming oh. animated film, Blazing Samurai, starring Michael Sarah, Samuel L. Jackson, Michelle Yeoh, Yeoh, and Ricky Gervais. Oh, I like most so, of those people. So, there you go. But, um, yeah, it Mel was, Brooks. It was alright. It was fine. It was funny enough. I don't think... I mean, I guess if you're a Mel Brooks fan, see it if you haven't. If yeah. not, you could probably skip it. I mean, I get it. It was like satire on like, you know, racism and stuff in the yeah. 1800s, but, I guess. But, um, not that funny. History of the world, way Funny better. Funny enough, I guess. Way better. I agree. Spaceballs, oh. Yeah, so better. yeah, so I ended up watching Spaceballs after this. Heather fell asleep, but... Yeah, I, I watched some of it. Uh-huh. I mean, I've seen it a thousand times, so, like, I know. And also, I mean, I think we like Spaceballs... <clears throat> we might like Spaceballs more because it's more of, like, nostalgia for us because, like, we watched it when we were kids. I like, guess. When we were younger. Like, this movie's probably... People, well, like, people who were, like, watching it in the 70s, 80s probably love it I and guess, they probably think it's I funny. saw I saw I didn't see History of the World until I think the first time I saw that I was probably like in my 20s that's true too um but I that guess. movie that oh. movie's funny that movie holds up yeah I agree that's funny Blazing Saddles not so much and also if you're curious they made this movie for 2.6 million it's made uh, it made 119 million at the box office nice so that's like 1970s money too yeah now it's probably which like which is that's impressive probably like triple with inflation you know everything's just inflated now everything's inflated so oh and also fun fact since we brought it up uh brooks had numerous conflicts uh, over content with warner brothers for his frequent use of the n-word yeah i'm sure they would so, i mean that makes sense yeah look at i mean that. it was a lot it was the movie's rated r i'm assuming right uh it's got i would think there's boobs in it right wasn't there like no nakedness there were no it? boobs in there am i thinking of space balls or the space balls didn't I, have boobs in am it I either just thinking of boobs 
Um, I'm just thinking. No, History, History of the World, I think, has boobs in it. Maybe. I could have sworn I saw some boobs last night. No. Maybe they were my own. Maybe. Uh-oh. So, what happened? There you go. Um, so yeah, that was Blazing Saddles. I did if have you're an so edible, inclined, so I don't know. There you go. Mm. If you're so inclined, give it a watch. I think Heather and I saw it on HBO Max. Was it HBO? No, Net- Netflix. Net- Hulu. It was. It wasn't Hulu. I don't think it was Netflix either. I think Maybe it was, it was HBO. HBO Max. I think it was HBO. Right, it was HBO Max. Yeah, I think so. Um, it was on one of them streaming services. You'll find it. You'll find it. I have so, it on DVD. If you want to borrow it, just no, um, no I haven't even knows what that is. I anymore. haven't watched it on the DVD because I never saw it. But like, I have it. If you want to borrow it. Hit me up on Twitter at uh, did I did I miss Pod? Mm-hmm. I'll, I yeah, can, I can, mail, I can it. mail it to you yeah, yeah. if you promise to mail it back. There you go. Um, um, on yeah. that note, since you will be on our Twitter page, give us some suggestions on what we could watch next. Yeah, I think I have one. Oh, do you movie or TV show movie. or an album? Movie. We haven't right. done an album in a while. Yeah, we haven't done an album in a while. That's yeah. We can listen to that. We, we could do that next weekend because we're taking a trip. So we could do that yeah. next weekend. So maybe we'll do an album next week. So stay tuned for that. Yeah. Um, but, but I yeah, have a movie. Give us some suggestions, and uh, we'll take them into consideration. Yeah. And then and if we haven't seen them, if we haven't, yeah, if we haven't yeah. seen them, and if we think they're good enough. Um, and then also be we're very sure picky. to. We are. We have standards here. Kind of. Um, it's usually have you seen this movie have i seen this movie if the answer is no that's usually what we end up watching yeah um oh but on that note we will be watching a movie i haven't seen today heather has several times i think i'm probably the only person on earth that hasn't but we're watching kill bill tonight yeah one and two i have because they they kind of just go together all right so i haven't seen that yet so i'm looking forward they like meld together you kind of have to watch both but in any case thank you for listening be sure to rate review and subscribe yeah do that um, follow us on Twitter at Did I Miss Pod and give us some suggestions yeah. on what we should do next while you're there. We also have an Instagram. But we do, we but really we just anything. realized it's a podcast. I don't. I mean, we like, can post stuff on there. Uh, we the can only, just post random pictures. The only thing we posted so far is a picture of Leslie, our dog, for May the Fourth because she was dressed as Princess Leia. Oh, That's her costume Princess. one year for Christmas, um, for Christmas, for Halloween. She's the cutest. So yeah. So we'll be back next week, and until then, be excellent to one another. Yeah. Bye bye. <laughs>